Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. There's nothing like worship and reaching the heart of God to set an atmosphere of breakthrough. I just uh, sense just an atmosphere of breakthrough. Let's just continue there in the presence of the Lord for just a moment longer. Can we do that? We're live streaming. We can do anything. People, this world needs a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough in so many areas. Yes, we need a breakthrough in this defeating this disease, but there's many diseases in the social structure of the world today that can be broken, broken through the power of Jesus Christ as we, his people, worship him. Just lift your hearts to him right now. Just linger a little bit there, wherever you're at, your phones, your computers, online, here. Embrace that. There's an atmosphere of breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, what a week. Thank you for joining us tonight, our Good Friday service. You know, the day that we remember Jesus gave his life, went to the cross. This is the day that Jesus, with intentional purpose, went to the cross to fulfill his destiny, to complete the plan of God. I don't believe it was an easy thing. You know, we're, we're pretty far removed from it by years. And we read the story, Jesus went to the cross, but I believe the intention of fulfilling his Father's heart was so great, it had to be for that to take place. And the cross fulfilling his destiny doesn't end there it doesn't end at the cross because we know that Sunday's coming as I share with you tonight I'm thinking about our lives and what we're going through right now throughout the world our lives here in our community, in our state, in our church. As, uh, as our worship team was here leading us in worship, and I was walking about the sanctuary, I was thinking how I long for when we all get together again. I just long for it. It brought, brought tears to my eyes thinking about how much I miss you miss us getting together and that day will come 
I believe it was a day that Jesus went to the cross. I believe it was a day where people's lives were tossed into the air. All they had hoped in, all they had planned, just several days before, many of them greeted Jesus as though he was a celebrity. He'd come into Jerusalem and they hailed him, King, welcome is he, Hosanna, Hosanna, he that comes in the name of the Lord. And even more closely, his disciples and how they had put all their hope in him, put all their dreams in him, put all their plans in him, had it all figured out, had it all mapped out. And in one day, their lives being thrown into the air, just tossed up and came down in chaos. Even though Jesus had told them, we see in Mark chapter 8, verse 31, Jesus had told them, I'm going to suffer many terrible things. I'm going to be rejected. And I'm going to go to the cross and I'm going to die. But in three days, I will rise from the dead. How could they possibly have known what that meant. You know, they heard it. Uh, they heard him tell them that story, but how could they possibly have known what that meant? They just had no idea. It was just one more of Jesus' stories. And suddenly, it all changed. I think of how we're living today. As I look back just a few weeks ago, how could we have possibly thought where we would be today? What would be happening in our world? What could be taking place in our world? Life is not the same. Everything has changed. Our lives have been tossed into the air just like the people of that day and came down, in many cases, in confusion. You know, we're thinking, what about tomorrow? Maybe you're feeling that way right now. Maybe your life is confused. What about your job? Many of you do not have a job right now. You're on hold. We have a hope that that job's gonna come back but we don't know. What about that job? What about the getting together with your family and your friends? We're told, I mean, we have grandchildren. We're told, hey, you know, you shouldn't even go be with your grandchildren at this time. And your, your friends, your family, your church, we're isolated. It's a confused time. It's difficult to make sense of it all. It's difficult to make sense of what's tomorrow gonna bring? How are you gonna pay your bills? How are you gonna meet your obligations? How are these things gonna happen? Just, 
just a few weeks ago, we didn't have this going on at all. And now, I think it's a lot like the disciples, a lot like the people of Israel at the time Jesus died, just a lot like it, where one day they're just going along and everything is going according to plan. And in a moment of time, it shifted. It all shifted because Jesus had an intentional purpose to pursue his destiny. And I believe God still has a purpose and he has an intentional purpose. And this can come to be a part of it, very much so in our lives. We may not know what it's gonna look like, we may not how, know how it's gonna be, but it's God at work. He says to those that love him and are called according to his purposes, all things will work out. All things will work together to his good. I'd like to think tonight a little bit about as Jesus is now on the cross with the two thieves and the one thief called out. He called out. I can't imagine what it's like to be hanging on a cross, but it would take everything within you because your body is pulling it's designed to kill you. And in it, he calls out this, these words. Jesus, remember me. I don't know how you're feeling right now, but I would encourage you to use those same words. Open your heart. Look to Jesus and say, Jesus, remember me. And he will. He, he said to the thief on the cross, he said to the man on the cross, he said, I will remember you and you will be with me. You will be with me. All you have to do, no matter what your circumstances are right now, is just simply call out in your heart with your voice, Jesus, remember me. And he'll remember you. and he'll fulfill his promises in your life. I've thought of those words a lot over the years, that person on the cross next to Jesus calling that out. I've used those many times in my life when I've had great uh, tragedy strike my life. And I've said, Jesus, remember me. And he was always faithful. You can do that no matter what your circumstances, no matter what hope is shaken in your life, no matter what concerns you carry, what anxiety you're carrying, what's going to happen tomorrow, you can say, Jesus, remember me. And you can trust that. You know, as I think of Jesus then going to the, the cross, he said some remarkable things, you know, knowing that he was going to do that. I want to share these scriptures. They're found in Matthew chapter 13. It's a parable that he gave.
one of the teachings of Jesus, one of the parables of Jesus. It's called The Hidden Treasure. It's one of my favorites. It goes like this in Matthew 13, 44th verse. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it, hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Now, I've looked at this in several different ways over the years. As a young follower of Christ, a young believer, I looked at that as that was about me. I had found Jesus. And he said, for me to forsake all that I had and follow him. And uh, many of the, in, in the Christian realm, teach that this is the story about a man doing that very thing, selling all that he had to follow Jesus. But I think it's more than that. I don't think that's what it's about at all. Because as I've pondered this, I've thought about, well, what did I have to offer? What did I have to sell? What did I have of worth that I could somehow purchase Jesus? My works? Certainly they weren't very good. No, I think this is about something altogether different. I think it's about Jesus is explaining the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. The field is the world. And he discovered you. And he was the only one that had what it took to purchase that field. He's the only one that had the ability to sell all that he had, and he had a lot. It says that he emptied himself of all those things. He emptied himself of all those things. Took upon the form of a man to go to the cross to purchase for you. He saw you as a hidden treasure. He looks at your life today and he says, that's a treasure to me. I'm willing to pay everything that I might get that treasure. I often also thought, well, why would a man find a treasure and not just take it? But why purchase the whole field so that he could have the treasure? Was it because he didn't want someone to know that that treasure was hidden in the field? What was it? That one's still sort of working in there. But I do, I have come to believe, I believe the field is the entire world and the treasure is you. The treasure is you. He treasures you so greatly. He went to the cross. He intentionally gave his life up. He intentionally left all that he had previously to come to do that, to purchase that field so that he might have that treasure that being you.
uh, it's still hard for me to grasp that he sees that kind of treasure, that he sees that kind of value in me. He sees such a value in me. He calls me a treasure. He sees such a value in you. He calls you a treasure. He says, what a treasure I have found. I had nothing to sell. I had nothing of worth. I have nothing of value that I might have done that. But he did. I was simply like the other thief beside Jesus. And at one point in time in my life, all I could say is, Jesus, remember me. Save me, Lord. Take my life. Give me purpose. Give me direction. And he did that. One of the things I want to do with you this evening is I want us to take communion together. Um, Jesus did a, a change up on the communion in Mark chapter 14. We'll go there. As Jesus took the Passover meal with his disciples and the Passover meal was one of uh, remembering the deliverance of God to take the children of Israel out of Egypt and deliver them from the slavery and the bondage that they had lived in. But here in verse 22 he says, as they were eating, Jesus took some bread and he blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples saying, take it for this is my body. Jesus brought about a change at that moment as to what the Passover meal was. He's saying the Passover meal is about me, it's about him. He says, this, this body, take it, this bread, take it and eat it. This is now my body. And if you're prepared to take communion along with me tonight, let's do that. Lord, we take this bread and we take it as you said, this is now your body. We do this in remembrance of you. We know that this represents you, Lord. It says your body that was broken for the healing of the nations. We thank you for that, Lord. He took the cup then. says he took the cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and they all drank from it. And he said to them, this is my blood which confirms the covenant 
between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice for many. Thank you, Lord, for your blood that cleansed us from all sin. It purchased for us, Lord, eternal life. You saw us as a treasure. You purchased the whole world that you might have us. Lord, we partake of this tonight in remembrance of you. Thank you, Lord. Now I want to read on. He went on to say, I tell you the truth, I will not drink wine again until the day I drink it new in the kingdom of God. It says, then they sang a hymn and went out to the Mount of Olives. I look forward to that time of partaking in communion in that way. As we close here this evening, I want to mention that we will be taking communion again on our uh, resurrection celebration this Sunday morning at 1030. Like you to join us, tune in. We'll do it. We'll be doing it from a different remembrance. This we're remembering him in his death, and on the resurrection celebration, we'll be celebrating that he rose again on the third day. He rose again victorious. He rose again as Lord of Lord. He rose from the dead, and took captivity all that had been held captive. He purchased for himself through this sacrifice the field so that he might have the treasure in it. Oh, thank you, Lord. I, I just can't imagine how he puts that kind of value on me. But he does. And for that, I'm so grateful and so thankful. So join us Sunday morning, 1030. And uh, we'll be going live again, and uh, we'll be celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. God bless you tonight. Again, I want to leave this with you. Maybe you've never really fully accepted the Lord Jesus into your life. But in the midst of all that's going on with unanswered questions, not knowing what to do, and you need hope in your confusion, you need hope in your, in your uh, life, you need direction, you need confusion to clear up and chaos to clear up. Tonight would be a great night for you to just surrender your heart to Jesus Christ and say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, remember me. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.